In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If someone asked you to talk about the moment you became a Christian, how would you answer? Many people would say, on such and such day, I committed my life to Christ. I remember the moment that I invited Jesus into my heart. When I was 12, I made a decision to follow Jesus. I was lost in sin, but then I found Christ. But what would you say? If you grew up in the Lutheran Church, chances are you would say, on this day, I was baptized. And it's very likely that you don't remember that day because most of us were baptized as babies. One of my professors used to say that the theology is in the grammar, particularly the verbs. If you want to see whether someone has good theology or not, Listen to what they say and see who is doing the action of the verbs. If you're not a grammar enthusiast, don't worry. It's actually quite simple. I committed my life to Christ. Who is doing the action in that sentence? Who is driving the verbs? I am. I committed my life. I invited Jesus. I made a decision. I found Christ. Do you see what's going on here? Every one of these statements betrays the underlying theology in which the work of salvation depends on me. But what about I was baptized? Now that's different. Who's doing the work now? Not I. I didn't baptize myself. Someone else baptized me. Baptism happened to me, but the action originates from outside of me. If this sounds like a nerdy grammar distinction, it's not. It's important. Who is driving the verbs? Who is doing the work of salvation? If we get this wrong, We have lost the gospel. So here we have two conflicting ways that Christians often speak of conversion. I made a choice for Christ, or I was baptized into Christ. Some people will tell you that this is really just two different ways of talking about the same thing. Two equally valid viewpoints. But they're wrong. One of these statements is biblical, and the other is dangerous false doctrine. Let's look at what Jesus teaches us in our gospel text. Luke chapter 15, verses 1 through 10. I invite you to follow along. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country, And go after the one that is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. When he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Here we have a lost sheep representing a lost sinner who needs salvation. 
And Jesus is the good shepherd. Look at this passage carefully and then answer this question. What did the sheep do to get saved? Look carefully. There must be something. Surely the sheep contributed to being found in some way. Did you read the verse about where the sheep heard the shepherd getting closer and started bleeding very loudly so the shepherd could find him? Not in the Bible. Who is driving the verbs here? Who is doing all the work? The shepherd. He leaves the 99. He goes after the one that is lost. He finds it. He lays it on his shoulders. He carries it home. He calls his neighbors and says, I have found my sheep, which was lost. What does the sheep do? Nothing. It gets found. And here's the amazing thing. What does Jesus call getting found? He calls it repentance. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Jesus says that repentance is getting found. Did you catch that? This is amazing. Well, surely there must be more to repentance than that. Repentance is when I make a choice to follow Jesus, right? Repentance is when I feel in my heart that I'm sorry for what I've done and purpose to turn my life around. Repentance is when I realize that I'm lost and decide to come back to Christ, isn't it? Some of these things may accompany repentance. But notice the verbs in what I just said. I make a choice. I feel in my heart. I purpose. I realize. I decide. That may be what many Christians believe about repentance and how people often speak of it. But it's not what Jesus says. Repentance doesn't happen when you find God. Repentance happens when he finds you. Let's look at the second parable. Just in case we had any false ideas about how the sheep somehow contributed to getting found, Jesus basically tells the same story again, but this time he uses an inanimate object, a coin. He's driving the point home. What woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. What did the coin do to get found? Not a thing. The woman lights a lamp. She sweeps the house. She seeks diligently. She finds the coin. Did the coin help? No. Did the coin say, I'm over here. 
You're getting warm, warmer, warmer. No. The coin just laid there until it got found. And then Jesus goes on again to call this repentance. Just so, just like this, I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Repentance is a gift from God. Unless he gives it, our hearts would remain hardened by sin. Unless he finds us, we would remain lost. Unless our good shepherd did all the work necessary for our salvation, we would be without hope. So back to the original question. How would you describe the moment you were saved? When did you become a Christian? The answer that lines up with what Jesus teaches us in the scriptures is, I was baptized. Now, who did the work? Not you, that's for sure. Jesus is the one running the verbs. If you were a baby, he gave you parents who carried you to the font. If you were an adult, he engineered the circumstances that brought you there. But no matter what age you were, one thing is certain. Jesus came looking for you. He found you lost in sin, unable to reach out to him, unable even to desire him. But when you were baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, God the Father adopted you as his dear child. God the Son washed you clean from every sin with his own blood. God the Holy Spirit took up residence within you and gave you a new, clean heart that actually can love him, and desire to serve him and do his will. Jesus, the good shepherd, did everything necessary for your salvation. And what did you do? Nothing. You were found. And Jesus calls this repentance. You know, this is good news. Why? Because if our salvation depended at all on something we did, on something that we must muster up in our heart, a certain feeling or a certain attitude toward God, no one could expect to go to heaven. What's sad is that today if you ask a Christian, are you going to heaven? Many of them will answer, I hope so. But you can answer, I know so. Why? Because I was found by my good shepherd. God granted me the gift of repentance. He changed my heart. He washed away every sin, past, present, and future. He plucked me from the jaws of death and placed me safe and secure into the ark of the holy Christian church. I was lost, but now I am found. I was dead in sins, 
But now I am made alive in Christ. I am baptized. And that is the moment I became a Christian. You didn't do it. The pastor who baptized you didn't even do it. Jesus found you. Jesus baptized you. And here is the gospel. We can do nothing for our salvation, but our Lord Christ has already done everything. In his name, amen.